My name is Boyd Varty. I think of myself as an artist of experience. My passion is to create transformational experiences for myself and others as a way to explore what it means to truly live. My central exploration is to live on what I would call the track of your life. To me, this is to live courageously towards the discovery of what you are called to and to what life asks of you. So much of how I live has been informed by my passion as an animal tracker. I'm following the trail of my own life and reporting back. This show is a daily broadcast from a treehouse on the Londolozi Game Reserve in the wild eastern part of South Africa. Londolozi is a 14,000 hectare wilderness reserve adjacent to the Kruger National Park. The land is home to lion, leopard, rhino, elephant and buffalo, as well as a variety of other animals. I am your host, Boyd Varty. My goal is to spend 40 days and 40 nights alone in the wilderness to explore the archetype of the mystic in nature and hone my skills as a tracker. These are my daily stories. Day 22. Trauma healed is medicine. Journal entry. Last night I had a dream. I was walking around the premises of the boarding school I went to when I was 10. I could see the dull linoleum floors and the fluorescent light hallways, the bathrooms that smelled like urine, the single room with five shower nozzles sticking out of the roof. I could see the barn where a teacher would oversee a fight in the name of students sorting out a pecking order amongst themselves. I saw the cold dining hall where gelatinous food was bathed in gallons of tomato sauce to make it edible. I saw the quadrangle where I got smacked around by a kid called Ryan Scanter. I went back to the small grove of trees on a hillside I would run to. My ten-year-old instinct to be out of the square halls and amongst the trees. There I could cry alone, the most alone I have ever felt. No one to turn to, nowhere warm or safe. Where we all developed weird relationships with sugar to feel okay. I could tell you of all sorts of horrors from that place. Through a strange quirk of the system, the school retained kids for an extra year who would normally go to high school. During the year they stayed on, they ran the school for the masters. It was my first encounter with dysfunctional hierarchy. These poor kids all came from houses broken by divorce, and they were themselves deeply traumatized. One of the forms of discipline they enforced was if you had been deemed disrespectful by these older boys, these boys would line a hallway and you would have to run down it, getting beaten to a pulp as you went. I don't know if you can imagine a 10-year-old next to a 15-year-old, but as we stood in that line looking down the hall, I can tell you those boys may, may as well have been monsters. In some ways, the things that happened are irrelevant. The behavior was so pervasive, and I was so new to that world, that I didn't even understand how bad it was. It's just what one had to adjust to, and we adjusted. We did what we had to, to go inside ourselves and create a new normal, but we hated that place. 
Only when I got older and realized that I would never let those things happen to a 10-year-old in front of me did I begin to really understand. Unless you show a young boy he is strong with guidance, he keeps acting tough out of fear he isn't. The place had a profoundly low frequency. Let me be clear, I went to three boarding schools. Nothing touched that first one. In fact, I kind of liked the other two. The actual events of that time I am long past. What lingers is a coldness. Imagine you lived in a really low-grade hospital and the feeling of illness and death got in your bones. Imagine to survive there, something inside of you closed. In the dream, the place was being reclaimed by fingers of unruly vegetation. The people were gone and thick vines and wild jungle birds were nesting in the cubicles of the dormitory. A crocodile had taken up residence in the shower hall. A panther walked the rows of the dining hall where flowers and grasses were pushing up through the floors. The sports field had been taken by mosses and mushrooms and was turning into a thick layer of fertile humus. Butterflies cut through the quadrangle. I don't need to be Freud to work this one out. Walking through those halls 26 years later, I understood that that place was an introjection into my young psyche. A feeling I was always trying to get out of me. All of my work has been to get that boy out of there. To care enough for him to get him back to a wild garden. And we've been on the run. But now, I've changed my mind. Now me and the boy have decided not to run, but to overrun that place with wildness and keep its foundations for our plants to grow on. We are reclaiming that loveless place that broke so many young people. This is our garden, our self, and we are taking it back. Trauma healed is medicine. Initiation comes in all forms. How can I talk about healing in the world or in nature until I have looked into myself with some courage and compassion? If you would like to understand your own darkness, ask yourself how you have hurt people in the past. If you want to understand trauma, look for where you feel helpless, frozen and isolated. If you want to understand shame, ask what you are afraid to share. And if you want to understand how to truly heal, find out what your gifts are and share them. As it turns out for me, telling stories about nature is deeply healing. Out here, nature is teaching me innocence, and by extension, I feel my capacity for intimacy returning. In that school, it was profoundly unsafe to be myself. I closed the door on that kind of gentleness. In situations where an ever-deepening tenderness is required, that place starts to open, and with it an overwhelming distrust born, born of what closed it. The maps of patterned trauma can be backwards. Love makes you afraid, danger makes you calm, you read trouble as excitement, and stability as dull. Misidentified tracks are always confusing. That is why healing is so often in need of a community that is not confused. In the end, in this tree with solitude, what I find is compassion for all the creatures of that place, and gratitude for that time, 
for the archetypal breaking out of which all restoration must come. Is that not where we all stand right now? Healing is as natural as the river below my tree. All through the day I felt a strength in myself born out of that dream. In the evening I walked out to a beautiful rocky hillside. I climbed that hill and then high up onto those highest boulders, balancing as if placed by some titan. From that hillside I could almost cast myself back through time to that boy alone on another hillside, hiding in a grove of trees. I called out to him across time. We're gonna be fine! I screamed into the emptiness. Below me lay miles of empty bushveld. As far as I could look east was wildness. I have never felt so unalone. Out of pure instinct I created an initiation for myself. I'm 22 days through a 40-day threshold. I've had so many ideas and not followed through on them, but this one I knew to do. For whatever reason, I decided to do this. I'm proud of myself. There's no panacea for healing. You just keep trying things till something sticks. Till you find yourself dancing around the fire alone, singing the Beach Boys for some unknown reason. Totally free. Four zero, out. This has been another episode of the Track Your Life podcast with Boyd Varty. Follow us on Instagram at Boyd underscore Varty, Twitter at Boyd Varty. Visit Boyd's website at boydvarty.com or subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast player. Please rate and review this podcast so that more people can find and enjoy it. If you're looking for another podcast about our connection with the natural world, check out Human Nature. Each episode tells a first-person story about an experience in nature. You'll hear about grand adventures, comical mishaps, and quiet revelations. We live in a time where the world is getting less and less wild, and human nature reminds us we're a part of nature too. You can find Human Nature on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever app you're using now. Just search for Human Nature, spelled with just one N, Humor Nature.